Welcome to Seat Time, where we drink beer and talk about all the happenings with motorcycles. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Seat Time. This is episode 14. I'm Brian Pierce. And I'm Jason Schmidt. Yayo. Yayo. No, uh, starting off the show talking about our weekends. Ooh. Not a whole lot going on. We did some fun things. Well, we may, there may not have been a lot going on, but the stuff that we did do was enough to give me a headache all day Sunday. True, true. So, and a little what? partner this morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't remember what I did Friday. Not in a super kick-ass, oh my god, it was so wild, I don't remember. I just, I found that I lose spaces of time. That's okay. I really don't remember what I did hey, Friday. Hey, you're either getting older or you're just like me. One of the two. <laughs> Man. Uh, I know that my Friday night wasn't, I don't think my Friday night was that adventurous. I think we watched a movie and I had about two beers and called it in the early night. Oh, I did, because I went mountain biking. Uh, Vegas uh, kicked my ass again mountain biking on Saturday yeah. morning, which is Kind of fun in a weird masochistic sort of way, but whatever. Um, but he what, likes dudes whooping up on him in the woods. Especially when we're wearing spandex. Oh. Um, but uh, So Scratch had a little get-together, uh, uh, the proprietor of Vita Brevis Clothing, if you will, up at his property, the Stone Motor Company in Sadler, Texas. And so we went down to his compound. I guess we went up to his compound. Oh. Went up to his compound, almost to Oklahoma. Hmm. And it turned into a redneck extravaganza. Uh, we had, what, two four-wheelers, a trials bike, a couple dirt bikes, uh, skates. Yes. <laughs> skates, training wheels. I was going to say bicycles with and without training wheels. <laughs> it was it's pretty awesome. nuts, man. But yeah, I mean, it kind of started out as a family event, and then as kids either slowly started going to sleep or getting tired or drinking too much alcohol, hmm. uh, the night would continue to get crazier. And wow. I mean, I almost took out a Harley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your life almost ended <laughs> yeah. real quick. Because um, it was going to be one of those things where I was like, I was picturing your wife walking outside. Oh my God, he's killing Brian. Why aren't you stopping it? Because he earned it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, totally, it's totally worth it. Um, we One of the four-wheelers that we had was kind of like a, a, a racing quad. Uh, uh, I, I'd never ridden one of those before. Yeah, the non-utility quad, uh, like Suzuki 400. I, yeah, I don't dude, know the designations of quads. smoking awesome good time. Uh, so you had clutch shifting and everything. Not like, it wasn't automatic, so I mean you could really ring it out. It was awesome. And so what I do is, of course, I'm starting to get drunk, and I realize that I need to have a helmet on at this point. So I know everything that I do is a bad idea. And... Uh, I come and try to just burn burn rubber right in front of everybody and take off while I do that, and then it catches. And when it catches, then my front end goes about straight up into the air, and I ride a wheelie past. I mean, I don't think it was less than six inches. No, you didn't ride a wheelie past. You popped the front end up, it dropped, and you were able to turn within uh, about six inches of a friend of ours' brand new Harley Davidson Road King. Road Glide. King. Road Glide. I asked him about it. He said the front fairings are different. Uh, that that his Astro Glide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how do you know about that? We all know about that. Um, Jeremy told but, me about it on yeah. the my adventures. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but man, uh, apparently, I would be if I was a chick. Maybe not even if I was a chick. I would be a dude's first date. It's like dream first date because Candace was like, "Do a shot with me." No. Do a shot with me. No. Do a shot with me. Okay. Like, it was that easy. Ask me three times, and then all of a sudden I'm doing shots of Jack. So what turns into me doing shots of Jack turned into me walking around the compound with the bottle of Jack, taking chugs out of it, and, like, trying to get everybody else to do shots. And then I wound up throwing a bunch of chairs. Um, I blacked out, and I woke up. 
in the, probably, in the getting choked out again. Not this time. Not mm. this time. Luckily enough, I didn't <laughs> physically hurt anybody or try to. Uh, and so I woke up in the Narvi mm. <laughs> the next morning. Well, no, uh, I was up there with my girlfriend. Actually, Jordan was up there with us. He rode back with me. Uh, some of us were trying to get back to this end of the earth, but had a good time. Got out on the four-wheelers. Um, it was cool. Got to take Haley out for her first yeah. ever experience on one. She dug it. Speaking of and first experiences, Jordan. we got Jordan to ride a motorcycle for his first time. I kind of gave him a little bit of a... Uh, a little bit of a tutorial, and uh, he went out there and moved around, and it was really funny to watch him try to turn because he fell over, and that helped him. He still has there's like oh, yeah. no skin graft yeah. needed. He didn't lose he any didn't hair from, die like, from his knuckles death. or anything. Like, I mean, he's he came out of it true, unscathed. Trooper. He was like, man, at some points I really wish I learned how to shift it because I wanted it to go faster, <laughs> but it's okay. It yes, the other the other steps. bad part was that this all started when it was completely dark. <laughs> so you just kind of hear him taking off into the distance like, Should ah. we follow him? Ah. <laughs> <like>, Figure it out. <laughs> it's like, ah, hell, I can't hear him anymore. Somebody go look. <laughs> that was me. I'm the one who found him falling over in the grass. It happens. Yeah, no, uh, Sunday, uh, me and my girlfriend and the girls went out to uh, Love and War in Texas in Plano, which is a very awkward way of putting it. Uh, went out there for a love, love war in Texas in Plano, Plano Texas. <laughs> yeah. uh, went out there for a uh, Wounded Warriors Foundation fundraiser. Like deal. wounded vets, she said, right? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Like uh, disabled vets and people coming back from overseas with some damage. But they had a fundraiser deal. Went out there. There's some pretty cool live acts out on the stage there. Fun times. Uh, my like, favorite I, song. I like to hear about that place though. I want to go there. Yeah, we need to. It's right by your fun. house. It is. Uh, we. Uh, my favorite song was I was I'm at home getting hammered and she's out getting screwed. So uh, <laughs> that's yeah. our Friday nights. Just yeah. a great time. No, but had a really good time out there. Uh, definitely go back. Cool. Well, I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it. Going yeah. out there for the first time. I think I've been living here, what, I've been living in Plano like six, seven years, something like that. Yeah. And all the time, drive by on 75, I'm like, oh, I love more in Texas. I've always wanted to go there. I've never gone there. So one day, I'm hoping I'll get to go there. Definitely. And not be hungover on my couch like I was yesterday. Yeah. It didn't sound like you were a ball of activity. Mm-hmm. There were some people out being active this weekend, though. Oh, and speaking of people being active... Um, we did have the uh, Pirelli Big Buck GNCC over in Union, South Carolina. And, uh, man, it seemed like there was some really good racing, and they actually had some really good uh, moisture uh, conditions. Moisture. Moisture in the ground. Really good conditions to ride in. Um, in the XC1 class, Charlie Mullins came away with the win, Josh Strang in second, and Caleb Russell in third coming away with his first XC1 podium. Um which is really good. Mullins came away with the whole shot, and he actually led most of the race, but um, he stalled his bike at a turn. Caleb Russell got around him, and so Caleb Russell not only came away with his first podium, but actually was leading the whole GNCC race for the first time in, in his career. And uh, Josh Strang kind of had a, didn't have a horrible start, just didn't have you know the whole shot, and uh, he got past Caleb Russell and kind of made his way up on the Mullins, but by that point, you know, the flag had come, Mullins had passed, Strang was behind him, and Caleb Russell came in third. Um, And so for overall points, that puts Mullins at 100, Strang at 98, and Wibley at 73. Um, So, I mean, points-wise, obviously Mullins and Strang are very, very close together with 100, you know, only two points uh, separating the two. So if those two continue to have consistent races, they could be very, very close, and we could see more, you know, 
close finish races at the end where Mullins hopefully does not fall and they fight it out the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. In the XC2 class, uh, Stuart Baylor and Jordan Ashburn actually had some pretty good battles going on. Um, Baylor got the win over Ashburn by about 35 seconds. Uh, it, it sounds like Ashburn crashed around the last half mile. Uh, he wasn't at that moment charging for uh, to, to pass on Baylor, but at the same time, you know, he was pushing really hard the whole time and Kind of cut, crashed towards the end. Jason Thomas as well had a really good ride. He had a bad crash, I think, within the first hour. Um, kind of hurt his hurt his toe. I don't really know what that means, but hit a big tree, got in trouble with the lapper. So Deion Sanders syndrome. Yeah. Oh god, not the Deion Sanders syndrome. So he was not up with uh, Baylor and Ashburn, but uh, maybe Deion. I don't know. Yeah. Learn some baseball, some football tactics, and figure this stuff out. So he came away with third. You got something to say, white boy? Prime time. Okay, mm-hmm. that's happening. Um, so overall for the XC2 class, we have Stuart Baylor with 101 points, Jason Thomas in second with 97, so they're still really close in the points, and then Andrew DeLong, our Enduro little friend, uh, at 76. Well, there was a much different <laughs> yeah. kind of scene working a at very that here in town. <laughs> yeah, it would, wasn't exactly what everyone had prepared for, because if you haven't seen the pictures on... Online, and shame on you. Go to the site. Stock Facebook. Yeah, stock Facebook and actually come to our site because there's stuff on there. We like it. Um, no, but they had a ton of snow at the Heron Hound Ground in Utah um, to the point that it ended up kind of messing with some folks on finding their routes. They had shortened <laughs> up the second loop. And we're not talking about people just kind of running on the back end. The leaders all in yeah, a pack. We're not talking about lost. guys like us who do stupid shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we're talking about people that know what they're doing. They ended up getting lost on the second lap. And uh, one of the things we were talking about ahead of time, you were saying that, that when they were coming back in together, once they refound, once they found the trail, they all ducked in line. Yeah, they kind of let each other go in the order they knew that they were in when they found each other. <laughs> yeah, which is a pretty cool it's thing. Events, yeah, I mean, they're professional. They know what's up. Yeah, but I'm sure with that snow, everyone was scrambling, just trying to, like, break out the elephant ears oh, and yeah, all that dude, stuff, because it would have been brutal. I mean, how many people do you think were like, oh, God, we need jackets. Mm-hmm. Where where are those yeah. jackets? Uh, yeah, I've been practicing <laughs> in, in California all week. Um <laughs> I ride in a loincloth. I don't know what to do here. I only have vented gear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, oh, shit. Who's got a bunch of duct tape? But uh, looking at one of the videos, Kirk Caselli, he didn't even even have elephant ears on or anything Mm. like that, like a wind guard or nothing. That dude is a mammal. That's because Kirk Caselli is awesome. It's true. I'm very happy to say that I have a man crush on Kirk Caselli. I, too. I'm, I'll, I'll wear that flag with pride. <laughs> Don't wear that one cloth, but I will yeah, still wear that yeah, tape. Exactly. <laughs> um, um, Destry Abbott had commented on his blog that goggle preparation was the key to the race. <laughs> and I believe him. But goggle. <laughs> yeah, I believe him. Yeah, yeah just one of those uh, instant fog up moments. Being able to see sounds like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, strangely enough, going very fast is a decent idea to know where you're going. Um, race ended up wrapping up with the man... Kurt Caselli in first. Yep. David Pearson in second, and Destry Abbott wrapping up the podium in third. Yeah. And we bring things a little bit more local back into Texas where we had less snow and more dust. Was mm-hmm. uh, the Torx race at uh, the Gertz Ranch, which was round four of Torx. And um, the pro there, uh, that one was Josh Young. Our buddy Cole Kirkpatrick on his gas gas came in second. Sounds like he had a little bit of an interesting experience with a cow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I and didn't know he was total vegan at this point and decided to hate animals, but... 
Yeah. You know, whatever. And then Nathan Gertz came away with third. I believe that, you know, he is uh, family members with the owners, but, yeah. you know, I mean, maybe all Gertzes spell their name that way. Never can tell. Maybe. I was going to say, he might have had them that way. <laughs> I was going to say, might be some little bit of home cooking there. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I, I didn't practice this trail every day for the last four years. Nor did I lay it out at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I knew where to avoid the pit of alligators, but that was just happenstance. <laughs> I killed everybody. Yeah. Uh, another race going on locally, actually very local, was uh, round three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> round three of the TCCRA series was run out at the pit in Terrell, Texas. Our buddy Tall Paul, the proprietor of that lovely establishment. Congrats to Cameron Ishmael pulling in first. Uh, from what I understand, they've expanded the trails out there. They've worked in new sections. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, They've got a lot more distance to it now. The track, um, a couple of the people that I know that went out there, they said at times the track was a little bit rough, but when you have that much traffic rolling over it, yeah. It's going to tell you, kids. <laughs> it's going to happen. But it's also, I think a lot of it was, it, one of the cool things about the pit is that Paul changes that track up often. I mean, there have been times I've been out there on a Saturday afternoon, come back the next, <coughs> excuse me, Saturday morning, and had to absolutely figure out, okay, well, this whole section wasn't here, and come screaming around a turn, and it's every time wait, out wait, there. Was the bike screaming, or were you screaming? <coughs> I was screaming okay. like a six-year-old girl when I came around the turn and saw something that... Snake! <laughs> yeah, no, not like that. That doesn't matter where it is. I scream yeah. like a six-year-old girl every time that happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, Where's my gun? No. Uh, changes the track up a lot, so it's a real fun place to go ride, and especially if they're putting all that work into their trail system. It's kind of all the above at that point. You can definitely have a good time. I like having a good time. And one day we're going to go have a good time at the LACC race over in L.A., but that's Louisiana, not Los Angeles. And it was uh, the, the round three of the LACC at Judderman's Park. They had it in Tioga, Louisiana. And it sounds like all the man-made features that everybody was so scared of were actually quite fun. And the majority of the people rode them. And that the, the course had near-perfect conditions. Get rid of that piece of paper. Um, everything burned up really, really nice. And everybody had a tons of fun. So it sounds like the course worked out really, really well. And it was, it was a good time. Uh, XC1 class was Jason Harvey, uh, Trampus Parker, and then Jake Haddix. And for the XC2 class, we've got Jason Rain, uh, Ryan Bro, and Evan Shows. So congrats to you guys for all your uh, podium finishes there. Yeah. I know. Gotta love the last name Bro. Bro. I know, especially when it's spelled B-R-E-A-U-X. I wonder well, yeah, if he's I mean, from Louisiana. I don't know. It doesn't sound it. I think he's from the depths of Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He actually rode an alligator. Yeah. Or he rode one of those swamp buggies to the race. <laughs> he was on an airboat. No, um, I think that'd be a good time. We yeah. need to do that. Oh, hey, Ryan, bro, if you own one, you should call us. Hook it up. Um, a bit farther north in St. Louis. Ish. That's they like were running. That's like middle of the road. Yeah. But well, definitely way farther north than Louisiana. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, round 14 of the Supercross rolled out. Um, three more races to go. Gosh, 14. Man, we did time this white. Yep. Right. Not white. Right. Continue. One second. All right. Um, the track looked great. The whole track looked like a giant rhythm section, basically. It was... Toit. It looked like a toigo. Yeah. It looked like the whole thing was set up on timing. You could really see how some folks really had a much better feel on just 
rolling in, just where they landed on the lips, trying to carry that speed. Some I of the always try to land on the lips. <coughs> yes. Uh, starting out with the two fitties. I do. Uh, I try to land on lips every time. I do too. I mean, why would you want to land anywhere else? I know. I well, everything that I wanted to come back with is not family friendly. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even like family. Yeah. No, the lights started out heat one. Uh, Baggett got the whole shot, but was instantly kind of yeah. smoked he, in there. He was booking though. I mean, he, oh, he yeah, almost he was, had a full bike length on this guy. It was pretty. Oh awesome. yeah, but they came around him quick. Um, later in the race, uh, Baggett came back around. Wharton had moved in front of him. Baggett got around him and was able to hold on for the win. Um, yeah. Baggett came in first. Wharton second, and Durham in third. That was a uh, kind of sad to see our friend uh, Matt Lemoyne kind of take a little bit of a digger. He just came up a little bit short, nose one of the doubles, and just kind of. But I mean, it was a, it was a pretty yeah, gnar, was, uh, gnarly wreck. I mean, dude landed flat on his back. So congrats yeah, on him getting up. Him, he made yeah. it to the went to the LCQ, got second. So made it on to the main, but it was a, uh, was a little bad fall. Yeah, it was a little bit spooky. There was some booty clinch. Uh, heat two was definitely. I mean, I hate to put it as the more exciting of the two heats, but it was. It was. Um, Vincent got the whole shot, but Barsha was around Random him Random rider quick. number Vincent. <laughs> yeah. Rider X. <laughs> Sorry out there, because I'm sure that you work real hard, and you're a million times faster than I'll ever be, but I'm not going to try. Even at speed walking. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Uh, but Barsha came around him quick. Uh, Sipes and Wilson dicing it up through that race. That was just exciting as hell that I had they were a lot of going back and forth man they were yeah. just cutting each other off making passes make it was it was really really good yeah wilson definitely was trying to have his big boy britches on this weekend because he was aggressive yeah i think he kind of just knows that you know or he knew that the points were kind of coming oh yeah coming to a close i yeah. mean so he had to try to salvage what he could and he just uh-huh. realized it's like i've been aggressive i've been you know fighting everybody but i need to do that more yeah and definitely bring he did it a really good job in the heat race and uh, surprise, surprise, Malcolm Stewart went down. But unfortunately, he went down in a very, very nasty way. Landed on some tough blocks um, in that that one outside rhythm section. So, and yeah. he didn't even he didn't even make it to the LCQ, unfortunately. So I hope he's okay. We don't we didn't really yeah. hear too much it, about it. So it's one of those things that I kind of joke about the fact that Malcolm Stewart wrecks a bit, but the fact that he didn't get back up, didn't yeah. get back out there. And him and his the, brother are known for the fact that yeah, they, they make back. crazy wrecks yeah. and still get up and still race. So. Yeah, when he wasn't back out for the LCQ, that, that's a little bit spooky, so hope everyone's doing all right on yeah. that front. Uh, speaking of the LCQ, um, not a whole lot to it. It was won by Futrail. Futrail! Futrail! I just like saying that. And, uh... Futrail. Yeah. Not Lufa. I was starting to combine Futrell and Lemoyne. I don't even start to How would that like come out of your mouth? I don't know. Special. Luftrell? Luftrell. Lemoyne ended up getting second, so he came back from that wreck he had earlier and was able to make the main. Happy yeah. to see that. Speaking of the main, Baggett came out with the whole shot. Again. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah He's kind of getting this thing down. Yeah. But, uh... Barsha, yeah, Barsha got around him pretty God, quick. After it was that, yeah. yeah. He had a pretty cool line coming off there where it seemed like he was coming out and around and just kind of whipping past. But on the subject of Barsha and on the subject previously of the whole track being like a rhythm section where you had to have your timing right, Barsha was riding great. Obviously, very fast, wonderful rider. He noses in so much on those jumps <laughs> that it made my ass clench you the were entire like the race. Clenching machine. I was waiting for him to nose case. One of those landers and just be shot out like a lawn dart. Land on the lips. 
Yeah. But he ended up working out with it. Um, back to the subject of Wilson being aggressive as hell. <laughs> uh, when, he, when he pushed Warden into what was happily, luckily, the, the yeah. one spot on the track that did not have a tough block. Yeah, Warden apparently woke up with a, and I don't know, a four-leaf clover <laughs> or a rabbit's foot in his ass. Because the one point where he gets pushed wide on that turn is the one point where they didn't have a tough block. Tough blocks will be a subject of conversation later. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. But, uh, no, Wilson was riding well, and like you were, you were saying before, he's just pushing like crazy because he knows the, the end is nigh. If yeah. he's going to try to make some points, he's got to do it now. Man. Um, Sipes and Baggett, them dicing it up, it was awesome. They were definitely pushing well through there. Uh, race wrapped up with the aforementioned nosediving Barsha in first, <laughs> Sipes in second, and Baggett in third. Uh, it takes the overall results for the East. Uh, Barsha with a... Pretty good lead considering the time left in first. Wilson in second down 20 points. Sipes in third down 44 points. Baggett in fourth down 51. And Wharton in fifth down 60. So they really have that yeah. separation in their points. It's and we've got a while like, now, too, because we're going to go back and we're going to have we'll go two. West. We're going to have uh, two more West races and then we'll have the East. So I guess they're not going to be having the East and West shootout in Vegas this year. They're going to be having the East final so we'll have two more west i think we'll the final the i think it's decided before vegas and then at vegas if that were the case up. then he would have one right now because they're gonna have to they're gonna have to race in vegas because he has not won yes so but i'm just saying all right uh but it'll be interesting because now they have about three weeks to go hang out and goof off they're gonna probably be doing mo mostly outdoor training and getting ready for the outdoors and then kind of focusing in on the Supercross at the very end uh, before then. So it'll be interesting to see how well Barsha and Wilson and all those guys come out and you know rock their shit. Um, for the 450s, uh, the Tedesco came away with the whole shot in uh, Heat 1. Um, it seemed like they had bad starts for all the title guys. Everybody that was kind of in contention didn't really have the best start. Um, but there was some really good, really good racing once uh, the Ginger Ninja and Stewart started making it to the front. Um, and they really kind of started dicing it up with Tedesco, so that was really cool to watch. But once Stewart got around, he kind of checked out on everybody. So it was it was kind of interesting. I mean, that's kind of what James Stewart does when he doesn't crash, is ride really, really fast. Um, for Heat 2, uh, Dungey came away with the win, and uh, Kennard, who got a poor start, actually came away rocking and came away with second place, which kind of comes into play a little bit later, you know, when mm -hmm. you talk about the main, how well Kennard's been riding. And I think... Uh, you were talking about a, an article that you read with Start and stuff? Yeah, uh, Wygant had an article up. I can't remember. I don't know if it was Racer X. I don't know, remember where it was, but he had had an article up just talking about everyone's starts throughout the year, just how it's played into the overall results and just drawing the correlation, which obviously, I mean, it makes it, it has common sense tied to it that if you have these top five guys that are sitting there in the running every race and they're going to be the obvious leaders your starts critical and just yeah. how everyone their poor starts how they how they ended up finishing up the people that have actually won <clears throat> excuse me like canards two wins he had great starts dungey's race that he won he had a great start and just right. how it laid out because it, if somebody else um, in that five has a great start there and they're able to pull away everyone else with that talent level being so high in those top in those five guys they're going to be dicing up and slowing each other down and 
let somebody just get off and running. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense because you know so much recently we've you know in the past couple of years there's really had there have been dominant forces you know mm-hmm. and so they've they've had a it, you know maybe they've had an easier time of it but you know regardless it, it definitely does show that you know if you get a good start you know you have a much better chance at just oh, yeah. checkering it out definitely. Um, and then in the main for the 450s, it looks like Tedesco had kept up that good good luck and came away with the whole shot. Yeah. So, um, and then we had Stewart behind him <laughs> for yeah, a well, little bit. <laughs> Tedesco, Tedesco held that lead for longer than I thought he was going to, uh, which, yep. I mean, normally if somebody that, I mean, Ivan Tedesco is a badass, don't get me wrong, but he's not someone that you're looking to to pull the win in the race. Right, right off the bat, yeah. Yeah, and especially with the people breathing down his neck that <laughs> were. And so it's one of those, he held on to it longer than I thought. But um, then Stewart had a very hard, committed line I that he decided to take. Very good way to say that. That's a, that is the nicest way <laughs> I could think of sprinkling BS on top of it and putting it. But no, it's, a, it's one of those... I, I, Woody and I were having the conversation ahead of time, and <clears throat> we're going back to like what well, you brought up that well, that's what Chad Reed said. At this point, you're you're making choices and trying to stick with him to get points. And um, my thing is that it, it's one thing to make a choice that the way he jumped across and the way he lined up on Tedesco. If Tedesco had happened to take an inside oh, line, yeah. well, you're which right. <laughs> there's no way that Ivan would have seen him coming across the way he was. It would have taken them both out. And I mean, it's one thing to make a choice like that if it's your season that you could potentially end, but ending it for someone else, I don't know. Yeah, it, no, I mean, it seemed like a risky spot to do it. I mean, uh, it worked I, out, yeah, obviously. I, I agree with you because of the fact that, yeah, I'm not the guy going for first overall, but when it comes mm-hmm. down to all the glory and all the money and all the fame, mm-hmm. who knows what decisions we would make under those conditions. I think, um, actually, what they could barely see on camera, though, is that... Um, Stuart had held out a badge as he was going by. And, uh, he, had his, he had his police lights <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. He flipped the red and blue, so it was okay. That's good. knew he needed to move. It's like, I like no, um, I need to get out of the way. Definitely. No. Um, come on in, Corbin. Yeah. Come on. Oh, Everybody's yeah. here. That's not a great time. Come right in the middle of the show, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was one of those that... <laughs> Me. Oh yeah, no. Uh, one of those things that you just come in and sat down yeah, and not actually yeah, done anything. Yeah, that yeah. worked. <laughs> no, but uh, it wor- ended up working out well because obviously Tedesco didn't hit him. All those things. Yeah. Wor- it, he came through it smooth, but it was one of those where the the risk return. Yes, that seems to be a big player in our conversations. I'm gonna back my way to the wall and slowly sneak out later. Um, Canard's oh, race was going back to what you were talking about Stellar. with the heat. It was awesome just due to the fact that he had such a poor start. He was off the gate, like, when they were going to the first turn, he was, what, 15th? And was yeah, able was, to sit yeah, there, and, back there and he was running like crazy up through that path. Picking people off like nobody's business. Yeah, just running hard. And it goes back to what we were talking about the last couple of weeks, just how aggressive he's been and how hard he's been pushing. Because, I mean, it's... Still has a smile He's done face. great. I mean, he won this last... The previous round in Dallas, but he's still... He's still kind of on the outside. All the main guys in the 450 race here are close, but he's the farthest one. And still pushing like a mother. Yeah, and starting to see something for it. I like it. But yeah, 15th up to his final placing in fifth is not a bad run. No. Which we had the whole Fab Five in the running again when this all shook out. Stewart was off to the races at that point. He was gone. Yep. Pretty much checked out. 
Dungey second, the Ginger Ninja, Mr. Villapoto in third, Reed in fourth, which Reed had he an had kind incident. of a bad go, yeah, when yeah. Villapoto tried to make a pass. You could tell that Villapoto had him set up for the pass, and he tripled out of that line when he was going to make the pass on Reed. But, but it didn't who knows matter. if Reed saw that, you know, hey, the, the tough block or not, because if he would have doubled at speed, he would have hit that tough block and totally yeah. wrecked out, or if he would have tried to triple and seen it, you know, I mean... So he landed on that tough block, and it was it just the not frustrating good thing about that was, was just like the, the guy track worker <laughs> that's just sitting there chilling, looking over like, hey, look, there's look, that way. There's a tough block right there. Let's see if somebody hits it. I mean, Wait, like, they're yeah, racing. That's a, <laughs> yeah, that's an awesome moment. And I'm starstruck when I see him too, but I do crazy shit. Like if it's my job to move stuff off the track, maybe move it. No, but you got yeah. the headset for a reason there, pal. Yeah, exactly. They're not like singing to each other in there, are they? Well, no, well. Only if they're awesome. Now, Reed fourth after that digression, sir. <laughs> and Kennard in fifth. Uh, the overall right now, Villapoto holding first. Dungey in second place down five points. Reed in third down eight points. Stewart, uh, with this win, he's Moving dropped it. Uh, he's in fourth. He's dropped that discrepancy there down to, or that deficit down to 16 points. Kennard in fifth down 20. All of them are still within striking distance. So it's a. Uh, it's definitely going to play out interesting yeah. going in here. I think uh, it's it, it goes to say too that like when you when you watch the after interview of Stewart, I mean he got really choked up. I mean he mm-hmm. did. I mean he didn't cry, but he he was on the verge of a very very emotional situation for him. Like, he was feeling very feeling very verklempt. <laughs> he uh, it was uh, it was rough for him. He's had a really hard go here on the track. He's had a really hard go in his personal life. Yeah, both, both it was terrible. Killing him. Yeah. But you know I think that you know. Uh, there, he has kind of, you know, made some interesting decisions in the past couple, you know, past, past couple months of his life, and I think yeah. that it says a lot that he's still able to pull it together, um, and that everyone still stands behind him and kind of just, and, and hopefully he learns from that. Everybody kind of, you yeah. know, learns from that, and that, you know, he doesn't turn into Jason Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't think that there's a way in hell. He's, I mean, as much as he's kind of had his little wild dalliance here, he has m- too much discipline. As long as he doesn't hang out with Josh Hill anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, coming up. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, wait, wait, what's, uh, well, where's the next Supercross? Seattle, um, which should um, have some interesting weather possibilities because last year was the giant swamp race. <laughs> the, the, the tsunami. Yeah. Tsunami of Seattle. Yeah, it should be interesting to see how that plays out. Hopefully it's not too much of an issue, but then again, if that that would pretty much guarantee Villapoto to win. <laughs> I mean, yeah. From Washington State, I think he'll be used to it. I don't know. We need to get a guy with a swamp boat up there. Like yeah, exactly. Ryan Bro. Yeah, Ryan Bro. Let's, let's grab that swamp boat. Let's go play around Seattle. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, where we may need a swamp boat, well, and actually we won't really, they have a river, but we won't, there's not much water in it right now. There's going to be um, another T-Set Enduro this weekend out at Munster. The Trail Riders of Christ are actually putting on uh, this round instead of the Red River Dirt Riders. They're getting a lot of help from the Red River Dirt Riders putting on the race, but this is kind of their organized, sanctioned event. And uh, so looking forward to actually racing Red River opposed to working it because mm-hmm. I've, I've, I'm a Red River Dirt Rider myself, mm-hmm. and I go out there and try to help out for all the Enduro stuff, but I've stayed away this time because... I want to race. I don't want to have to deal with that. I want to see what it's like to actually race mm-hmm. out at Munster. It'll be interesting. So Yeah, and in the T-Sex Series, there's another race uh, down the yep. line that's actually run by the Red River Dirt Riders, so I'm sure 
Yeah, we will, yeah we'll be working on that one. Yeah, we'll for sure. Working that one. So it'll be it'll be fun to be out there racing. Um, we're gonna try to do uh, something seed time wise Saturday night. I'm still trying to put all that together. So if you guys uh, hear me talking about stuff on Facebook, Twitter, and or just the forums, uh, pay attention and look for it. We may be out there Saturday night doing something kind of interesting, or at least me anyway. <laughs> yeah. Nah, bikes still have a million pieces. Um, works race coming up. It looks a lot like a hot sauce. Um, it's something that's going to hurt my butt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in, <laughs> yeah, in Chihuahua. No, it's not Chihuahua, Mexico. It's Cahuilla Creek. Creek. All right, and then I start like butchering the word creek that I actually know how to pronounce. Come in on. Anza, California. Looking for uh, our man crush, Kurt Caselli, to bring his snowy mountain momentum to Southern California. Yeah. Should yeah. be awesome. Bring some of that snow and sprinkle down the dust a little. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Throw some back here, too. I know. It's going to be kind of interesting. Um, but if you're not interested in going to the Enduro, which is actually going to be uh, not, it's going to be a restart format, so there's no reason for you not to be interested in yeah, going to the Enduro. Don't be scared. But if for some reason you want to go pay somebody else to go have a good time, you could go do that locally with the Torn organization. They're having another round of their series this weekend in Chatfield, Texas. Um, from what I understand, and Google Maps tells me that that is northeast of Corsicana. So if you're looking around, Munster is west of Gainesville. Torn is going to be northeast of Corsicana. If that keeps your economy racing any better, that's where you need to head. So yeah, I think that's a pretty pretty good way to put it. Go to the Enduro. Go to the Enduro. That's all I got to say. Yeah, that wasn't as subtle. As I was looking to do yeah. originally, but eh, that's it right. happens. I like everybody. Well, hey guys, I think we've kind of come to a close with our notes. Wait. Yes. Yeah, I'm good. You can follow us throughout the week. Talk to me, talk to him on the internets. Uh, we're on Twitter, seattime underscore co, and then obviously the site is seattime.co. And uh, we're also on Facebook. Please find us, follow us, tell us all your loves, your likes, your hates, and why she broke up with you, because most likely that's the case. Um, we want to know everything about it. Yeah. It'll be an interesting good time. So please do it. All right. Well, as always. Any, I don't have any beer left. Oh, uh, that's terrible. This well, is just I like will the enjoy of last episode. Yeah, I will enjoy a pint full of awesome. Hope y'all do too. All right, episode 14, Balls Ooh. Deep. <laughs> <laughs> he thought I was really stuck, man. We could yeah. do this all night. I fake it like nobody's business. Shit. <laughs>